Hi, my name is Lizzie, and this podcast is my attempt at telling you everything I've learned over the years about energy work, people, their emotions, and how that plays into shaping our world. I've rewritten the first three episodes of my podcast at least seven times now. There's just so much information that I want to just word vomit into a four-hour podcast just to lay the foundation for you guys. <laughs> but the more I try to shove into the two-starter episodes that I allotted myself, the less I sound like me, the less my experience actually comes across, and the less any of these details even seem important. A lot of people talk about 5D and how if you keep on your spiritual path, you will ascend to a new world. Listen, for a while this theory was on my list of possibilities. I didn't understand how it could be possible, but I believe there had to be something better than what I was seeing, so why not add it to the list of what-ifs? Now, it wasn't quite what I was going for, but I'm pretty sure that I'm here now. I'm living in this 5D world everybody's talking about. It's not how it was described in those theories about how you'll shift dimensions and the entire old earth will crumble into chaos because all the higher frequency souls or enlightened souls will be on the new earth. What happened to me was that my entire reality crumbled. Everything I thought I knew fell apart. My relationship to food and my size, how I parented, how I expressed my anger, how I interacted with people in general. Everything that I thought I knew about the world and how you were supposed to behave and how you were supposed to live your life was all a lie. Like literally all of it. My perspective of the world shifted and my entire reality crumbled while I just got up and left everything that sucked in my life. I didn't ascend into a new dimension, and you probably won't either, but I do hope that I help you learn that you are so much more powerful than anyone has ever given you credit for. And whatever sticky, horrible mess aspects of your life feels like, there are answers and you have them. You just have to listen to yourself. You wake up to the fact that you are so much more powerful than you gave yourself credit for and then your aura radiates this. Your reality reflects back to you with opportunities and gifts and that's what you get from going on an awakened journey. It's not a new world, it's not a magical disappearance of your struggles, but the clarity that can bring growth. At this point, I've come to the belief that when you've ascended into 5D, it means that you have access to the 5D. That is where a lot of our energetic information is stored. When you live in 5D, you're experiencing both the third dimension and the fifth dimension. A lot of you who've been on this path for a while are already starting to merge these two worlds together. You see it in the form of your intuition, noticing the shift in people's energy before they speak. It's like you saw their thought, not what it was, but how it changed the person's aura for a moment. That's overlap between 3D and 5D. Or when you just know something happened, especially when uh, you talk about like mother's intuition, that's a strong one that people can often identify with. The different ways that you could start experiencing this are endless, and if something came to your mind when I was talking about that just barely, it's probably accurate and you'll probably start to experience more and more of it as you keep going. Just keep reading everything you can find and just run with it. See where your imagination takes you. Just try new things. Soon you'll learn that even when you're wrong, you're right. And I promise soon that statement will even make sense to you. There are so many different ways to awaken your consciousness. If you don't like mine, find another one, but don't give up until you find something that works for your unique path because I promise it's worth it. 
for my podcast here, I'm going to give you a bunch of information, practices, and self-healings to hopefully realign your body, spirit, and all other versions of yourself in order to better benefit from this entire existence. There's so much out there just ready to change your life. As I've been working on this for a long time, I couldn't possibly attempt to reference back to what sparked each micropath I went on uh, to come to the conclusions that I have. Uh, but I will share some of the things that made the biggest impact, such as the book Code Red or The Inner Workings. Um, several amazing influencers on TikTok, but I could even hope to encapsulate their amazing works through my own words. Uh, so some of them I'll just talk about a little bit and then reference back, but we'll get all into that more later. As someone who has been out there in the world desperately trying to find information on this, I can say that it is hard. Information is scarcely out there, generally costs a lot of money, and all of that contradicts each other. It's only been in the last few years that schools were even available to teach this stuff, and with their high ticket costs, me being a single mom, it just really wasn't an option for a while. And at one point, I mean, I could sense my guides, I could even hear them sometimes, but when I tried to make uh, one of these schools an option because it just wasn't quite clicking on my own, to like really really connect to them my guides would stop me and I would talk about signing up with somebody my entire insides would just scream no I pondered ideas that the school was evil <laughs> and a lot of other things based on fear before I just came to the realization that I simply had to do it on my own I just I had to learn how to do all of it on my own I thought it was so that I would believe it, as at the time I had a hard time believing anything anyone said without proof, and this stuff is hard to prove until you get it. But over time I realized that my need to do it on my own was so that I knew how to do it on my own, and then I could share what I've gathered and learned over the years with anyone who will listen, so that they can learn how to do this without having to play this capitalist game in order to access information that is already theirs or spend several years reading lots and lots of books. I just wanted to compile it all down for you and so that you can just you can just run with it and I hope it takes you great places. A few things to keep in mind moving forward with my podcast as well as the rest of your journey in general. One, in every moment that you can, trust yourself. Just believe that you are right. Even when you're wrong, you felt something and that is valuable. A mistranslation is not a failure, it's just an indicator to keep learning. Working with other intuitive people has taught me that sometimes you guys are looking at a picture of a park and I'm seeing the trees, but someone else is smelling the food on the picnic table and someone else is noticing how chilly the wind is. We're all looking at the same scenario, but we're all picking up on different aspects of it. And when we step back and stop trying to prove that uh, what we are seeing is the truth, we can see how it all comes together into something so much bigger than we originally imagined. Two, there are no rules. Like seriously, there are no rules except the rules a person's place on themselves. Therefore, the most efficient way to heal a person is to walk them through where they are limiting themselves. Eventually, with working with people for a while, I came to the conclusion that truly it mattered a lot less of what I did and more of what I could do to put the power back to the person I was working on. It wasn't about what I could come up with that would help them release these emotions or merge with themselves or whatever. It was in putting the power that they could merge with themselves, that they could release these emotions. 
They're the ones that allowed this in the first place or chose to have this place here. It is only them that can really decide that it no longer has a place in their lives. This concept we'll go over a few times as it's so important. I mean, I'm still hitting the, finding the hidden rules I have made up for my life. The ideas and practices I suggest in this podcast are not intended to be concrete. This is just what I've experienced, what I have found to be true in my reality, and all of the stuff that helped me get where I am. Please don't ever hesitate in adapting my content to your own path. In fact, I highly encourage it, especially if you're constantly asking yourself why. Throughout your life, other people will tell you their rules, and if you believe them, they become your rules as well. The way your parents handle money, the way this author believes is the best way to astral project, everything you read, watch, or hear has the potential to shape your reality. Whether you decide that what you saw was the way to go, or if we needed to do the opposite, sometimes their ideas are great and you get to where you desire to go. Sometimes they are formulated from that person's own shadows, which can really limit how far down this road you'll go if that's all you're getting. They're effectively passing their limiting beliefs onto you whether you realize it in the moment or not. It's hard to conceptualize that someone's opening new doors for you and still limiting you, but like if you learn to heal energy from just this podcast, you'll learn how to do energy work within the bounds of the rules that I have consciously and subconsciously set up. Expand your sources, expand your influences, and experiment with everything that sounds right, and then question why it sounds right, why it sounds wrong. Your pretend rules are likely different from everyone else's, and you're literally seeing a different world. They're struggling with filters and obstacles the same as you. It's just matched to their spirit and their history. We have a tendency to identify with our thoughts and emotions. I am angry. I can't stop thinking about whatever it is. I want you to aim at thinking of your inner monologue as simply an aspect of yourself. To the best of my understanding of this concept, your inner monologue is your ego. What it thinks it is, what it thinks it needs, it is how your ego self interacts and responds to the outside world. Your emotions are your spirit's reactions and your responses to your ego. If you're often angry, your conscious mind feels all the anger in every aspect of their reality and pulls in more of it. Like walking into the room looking for the color red. Even if there is only one piece of red, somewhere you will spot it. Even if there was one speck of angry energy, you will pull it right into you. Same with if you're anxious. If your conscious mind feels that, then you're going to pull it in like a freaking hungry hippo. So, just imagine if your aura often reflected calm and peaceful energy. Imagine what you'd experience from the world then. Your thoughts are only how your conscious mind understands the frequency that it is exi- it- <laughs> <Unders> Okay. <laughs> your thoughts are only how your conscious mind understands the frequency that it is existing in. And your emotions are how you either maintain or shift your existence to another frequency. As you heal and empower your ego, the filters change, your thoughts change, your emotions change, your frequency changes. So find your rules, cross them out, and allow your spirit to align you to the frequency that you belong at. Your thoughts will change, your goals will change, everything changes, just everything changes, I promise. Three, we are not ascending. We're not getting better because you are good now. You are a beautiful cluster of energy that makes up connections between molecules in this world. That alone, when you think about it, is pretty freaking cool. 
And by separating from matter that does not belong to you and merging with matter that does, you align yourself, you balance yourself. And with that, you get all the benefits of all the other versions of yourself. It's not about getting better or moving higher on the scale of energetic frequencies. It's about learning what balance means to you specifically. After that, everything else just kind of falls into place. So no, you aren't going to ascend into the heavens or into a new earth if you can just stop being so anxious and needy all the time. You'll the, like the whole point of this is to just align with yourself, like your true self, not who you think you are, not who your mom thinks you should be, not who your you know significant other thinks you should be, just you. This may mean ascending your consciousness to a higher dimension, but it also just might be ascending your consciousness out of the pit of despair that you've dug yourself. There's no hierarchy. Higher vibration does not equate to a better person or a more advanced soul. Some people naturally vibe lower. We often think of the lower vibrations as our negative emotions, but the lower vibrations also harbor all the magic of destroying something in order to create new. This might just be my experience, but it seems to be the lower vibrations that bring about the greatest growth and personal self-discovery. Four, as you follow my podcast, as you follow other healers, please keep in mind that we are all just learning and exploring the same as you. Nobody has the official always true book of how-tos. They're all just options that you get to select from while you work out how you want to connect to everything. Okay, five. You do not have to be able to feel anything when you start this or know anything or see anything. There are so many different ways that our spirit guides talk to us. Uh, we will work on our connections to our body, our guides, and we'll get into removing some layers, uh, restraints, and filters until you do start to feel or see or whatever gift you end up realizing that you had all along. Because usually when you start it, once you get it, you're like, oh... So you just kind of got to wait for that moment. Specifically, from like a more scientific perspective, I suppose, uh, what I'm teaching you is how to quantumly reorganize the energy in and around your body. Although it helps you be able to feel and see the process, it isn't really necessary on how to do it. Uh, quantumly, they've already proven that thoughts are enough to change matter. And so all you have to really do is think it. And then through the process of reorganizing all of your energy, you'll most likely begin to be able to feel it or see it or whatever your particular gifts are. But this will always happen at a person's own pace. So you got to make sure to be patient with yourself and most importantly, start trusting yourself. Six, if you think about any of these topics long enough, you're going to come back to the fact that all of it is centered around finding balance balance between your body and spirit, your masculine and feminine, your light and dark, your higher vibrational self, your lower vibrational self, understanding that none of them is better, none have more advantages, and all of them are you. You just have to find your own personal mix of all of it. By doing this, you become all the different versions of yourself and have all that potential. We verbalize this as merging with the other versions of yourself, and essentially this is realigning and connecting all of your little quantum parts to where they should be. And getting rid of the energetic gear or strengths we talk about is detangling all of your little quantum parts, effectively balancing you to your true self. Seven, the point is not to be healed, 
or to fully connect with your abilities even. The point is to experience the process of healing and connecting. This will make more sense later on, but if you get caught up in the end result, it'll slow you down and take you down some funky paths. You just have to allow and trust the process to work. You'll get where you need to go and you'll look back and see why it's so important for you to have experienced what you have the way that you did. And no, this isn't me saying to be thankful for your hardships or any of that spiritual toxic shit. Just understand that the journey is way more important than the outcome and the journey will likely change your idea of what the outcome should be. And sometimes we don't understand a part of our journey until we are long past it and can see what we have taken from that experience. I want to genuinely thank you for listening to me today. I really encourage you to ponder what rules you have in life. Not if the rule is good or bad, just just notice them. In the next episode, we'll talk about how our emotions create these rules. So when we start really getting into self-healing, you have a lot better context. I hope you have a really amazing rest of your day.